How's it going guys? Lucas Steele with Optimum Athletes. I'm here with Anthony Susak, also known as Tonko Susak, who is a junior at Jesuit High School. Uh, Tonko, thanks for coming on. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Uh, so first, I just kind of want to ask you, being a high school guy, you're already committed, obviously, mm -hmm. committed to Arizona. Uh, with, the corona, with the coronavirus bringing sort of a recent end or suspension to your season, uh, what is your plan for the next three to five months of kind of nothing? Well, I mean, even if we still had the season going, I think what we probably end end of May. Say if we if we go as far as we can, I think we end the beginning of June. So all your showcase and your summer schedule, all that stuff starts to pick up uh, mid June. So probably you know around then, uh, just up to mid June, we're preparing. So it's kind of going to be like a, another off season for me. So um, instead of in season lifts, going to be back to heavy lifting, trying to get uh, trying to gain more strength. Uh, it's going to be more basically just another live ABs season. Uh, throwing live ABs once or twice a week. Still trying to maintain that same schedule that I had. Uh, the in-season schedule for throwing? Yeah, throwing-wise. So as far as, you know, I'm throwing live ABs to live hitters, just competitive game-like scenario once a week. So Because you're a starter. Because I'm a starter, yeah. right. So that means my Mondays, Mondays are my pitch days, Tuesday recovery, Wednesday off. Thursday is going to be like a hybrid B, 80% sort of day, just kind of stretch it out, feel good. Friday is going to be my pen. That Friday I may go ahead and throw live ABs depending on how I'm feeling. It's only going to be like a 30, 30 pitch thing, pretty short, keep myself on a short leash. Saturday recovery day, Sunday off, and then Monday we're going to be back to a game-like competitive environment. Sweet. So in this time now that you have, it's almost like an off-season like you just said, you're trying to gain strength yep. and then also trying to get that workload in that you would have had this season. Yep. So like. The only difference from this and like the fall winter training is going to be on the throwing side. It's, you know, we're not going to be pulling down. It's just going to be like a, a game-like week-by-week schedule throwing-wise, but the lifting-wise, lifting part is going to be pretty similar. Awesome, awesome. All right. Uh, from a throwing standpoint, what are you trying to accomplish? Uh, anything specific there or just trying to get your work in? Or um, Well, I've been throwing pretty good this season as far as not walking as many guys. Uh, my change-ups been working. Well, I'll which, say since you probably won't, but... Your last outing before you got suspended, you just faced the number one team in the nation, De La Salle, and you went six innings? Six innings. Supposed one. to go three, went six. <laughs> Shout out to Johnny. Uh, six, six innings, one, one run? One run, home run on my last, second last batter I faced. And got the dub. Got the dub. So you, just, w. So you just beat the number one team in the nation. So just to kind of give an example, you, you were throwing pretty well this year. Yes. Uh, and then before that, I had... Five innings, no hits against uh, Bellarmine, which is a pretty respectable program. So my stuff's been working so far. And uh, it kind of sucks that we get to cut it off right when everything was going so well for us. We were 3-0. and Team was playing really well. Chemistry was the best it's ever been. Mm -hmm. So oh, You guys are looking good. Uh, so obviously, like, you've had a lot of success in the field. But starting out so hot and having such good success against some top-notch programs, have you noticed anything different? Have you, done, have you gone about your... Your work, anything different? Is is there anything different between what's been going on lately and when you maybe haven't had so much success on the field? No, everything's the same. Just kind of trust the process, you know. It's like if you're you know you're planting a plant in the ground, you know you don't keep digging up the seed when you know things are not sprouting. Just you keep it in there, you trust process, let the thing grow. Try to take the same approach with training, you know. We're gonna create a plan, stick to that plan, trust that plan. So uh, that's fair. I mean, we've we've seen it here. So many guys have. Main gains over six to eight month periods where you're yeah. hammering the nail, the same thing every day, day in and day out, and then. 
mean, you have one bad outing, it's not the end of the world, you know? My first outing last year was pretty brutal. And then my second outing was really good, you know? It's just all about, you gotta bounce back. I mean, when you go down, it's, it's more of a mental thing getting back more than it is a physical thing. So just trying to get mentally right about all that stuff is yeah. what's more important than just trying to ch you know, change your program. Well, I know we've had multiple talks about the mental game too. And oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine being a guy, 6'3". But on the, on the real, being a, being a guy in high school that's bringing it low nines, you obviously have a really good slider. So your stuff has never been the question, at least no. in recent years. Um, <coughs> but I just kind of want to dive in you quickly about the mental side of things. Um, what, because we've had multiple talks about it, what do you oh, think has yeah. been the toughest part either for you to figure out from the mental side or what's kind of been the thing holding you back? Uh, I mean, you just got to, like, trust yourself. You know, like, like hey, you're that guy. You got to be that guy. You got to pitch like you're that guy, you know? Like, you're going to Arizona. You know, have confidence in yourself. Got to be cocky almost when you're on the mound. You know, don't don't be don't be selfish or anything like that. You know, um, but like you got to know that you're better than that hitter. The hitter's scared of you. You know, that's that's kind of been my whole thing. Like, I'm going into a game. I don't know any of these hitters, but every single one of them knows who I am. You know, so like, don't don't be so intimidated. Don't be so scared. Like, you're the man on that mound. Like, you're gonna dominate. You know. Uh, I read a little bit of Heads Up Baseball uh, by Ken Revisa and just talking about like uh, a routine between every pitch, you know. Uh, so what I like to do uh, before every pitch, no pitch I'm going to throw, visualize what happens, fastball blow up by a guy, slider to lock a guy up, change up, fool a guy, you know, whatever it's going to be. Envision yourself before you make that pitch, commit to that pitch and have confidence in it with conviction, throw it with conviction. I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, and I know you kind of said there wasn't a, a huge difference, but I think you've kind of started to tap into that and sort of, at least from an outsider's perspective, what I have seen you pitch recently has kind of been mm -hmm. more of that visualization of seeing you actually like kind of have that confidence, whether it's chest out, whatever it is, just sort of like knowing that you're the man on the mound, mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to like recent years when you've kind of been, had some poor outings here or there. Yeah, you know, like last year I was a sophomore, I was still a little intimidated. My first full varsity season, you know, just... I was still like a little unsure of myself, still like, you know, my goal that offseason was to develop a changeup, never really did. So I had some questions going into the season about my, my tools and stuff, but cleaned that up this year and feel really good about it. Yeah, you're looking good. Uh, but going into that changeup, we got a ball here. Want to talk about your pitching repertoire and what you throw? So, all that good stuff. Uh, four seam fastball. My four seam's got a little run on it. I think on the Rap Soto, it tends to be like a. 115 to 135 spin, 120, 135 spin direction. Um, efficiency's there. I went to driveline, did a few pitch design sessions there, cleaned, cleaned up the efficiency from being like an 85 guy to a 95, uh, 95 plus efficiency was. Let me just interject really quick. What, uh, was there any big thing that you did to clean up that efficiency or any tips that you have for someone trying so, to do that? So the crazy thing was we got this on the rep Soto. So the way I was throwing it, I was right here. And the way it was coming off my fingers, it was coming off this pointer finger first, and then this middle finger was the last seam on the ball. So it was there, and then that last second of that middle finger was just throwing it off of its axis. So Almost like a cutter a little bit. Yeah, and I worked with, I worked with Dean Jackson over at Driveline, and uh, we basically just said, like, hey, I mean, move your fingers from here just to right there. I mean, a quarter, half a finger width, quarter finger width over. And all of a sudden, I think like my first pitch, like my efficiency went up like eight or nine percent. And we we're like, okay, we'll keep fooling with that. Kind of had just had that aha moment. Uh -huh. 
and then we just kept playing with that. So now the fastball is a lot better there. So it's now just coming off both fingers at the same time, basically. Just about, yeah. We made a little tilt, little tilt, and moved it over a little bit, and it's it's been 95 plus recently, which is sweet. Perfect. I just gotta uh, get the velo there. Yeah, I gotta get the velo 95 plus. That'd be tight. Uh, slider, just off. Uh, Wait, you got a slider? <laughs> a slider, slider. Got a solid slider, slider per baseball there, America. Baby. Uh, just imagine throwing a two-seam fastball. Move this finger over on the left side over. Uh, both your fingers together on that right on that right side of the seam on the uh, on the horseshoe, the runway here. And then, if I want more horizontal movement, it's going to be lower here. And if I want more vertical movement, I'll just move this up the seam. Uh, more pressure on my middle finger, and just throw the living crap out of it like you're throwing a fastball. Just try to throw it as hard as you can. Make sure you're not giving the hitter any tips uh, about arm speed, letting him pick up anything. I don't know. I've I've thrown this pitch ever since I was seven or eight years old. Had a slider since I was seven or eight years old. Have really good confidence with it. Really good command with it. Um, love love this pitch. And then, Some might say that's your best pitch. So, so yeah. Do you have a go-to uh, like target? You pick out a shoulder on the hitter or anything like that? Or yeah, righties. It's going to be a shoulder early in the count, and then uh, if I got two strikes, either o two one two, I'll aim probably middle of the zone. Uh, just try to try to get to land in that uh, low glove side corner or maybe a little bit out of the zone get him to chase or sometimes I'll just attack the guy depends on who the hitter is how selective he is you know just kind of I got I got I got a plan to each hitter and then that change up I actually worked with uh, old trainer here Jeff Marquez he taught me his change up the homie shout the out homie. shout out the homie god miss that guy uh, so it's a circle change this middle finger is going to run on this seam here. It's going to hook on that seam here. And then this uh, ring finger right here, the last part of this ring finger here is going to hook onto this seam. So it's here and here. Um, and then kind of a, a trick that another coach showed me was instead of having my pinky down here, most guys naturally put their pinky down here, kind of just comfortable there. Um, he had me move my pinky up here. So, and the, the reason for that is giving the ball a trap door to fall out of, and it just kind of lets it spin more uh, horizontally. Um, so I moved this pinky up, and all of a sudden, the movement started getting a lot better when I went there. And then the thumb is, the thumb is on the seam. Uh, try to get maybe a little bit above the seam, depending, you know, like I said, usually it's gonna be more, comf more comfortable for guys to be below the seam. Get above the seam, just get more horizontal break. Try to get that uh, three o'clock spin direction. Usually mine sits around, 215 to 230. Is that pointer finger off too? Uh, yeah, pointer finger is just the side of it's just lightly gripping uh, the ball right here, but try to get it to touch my thumb there. But the majority of the pressure is going to be on the left side of the ball. Um, yeah. Got any other pitches? <laughs> splitter. You want to talk about the splitter? The splitter. I am like one for eight <laughs> on that, I think. All right, so we'll bang that one. Through uh, the ABs. I think I throw it like this. I think that's how Ryan throws okay, it. Just ignore Ryan that part, splitter. guys. All right. I think we're good. Tonko, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks good for luck uh, next year, the rest of the year if you play. Good and, feel. Uh, at Arizona. Yeah, bear down, baby. Uh, we're done. We're done.